What's up, guys? We're going to jump into the episode with Tyler here uh, shortly. Um, but I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the show. Uh, seen a lot of growth. I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. So I'm very grateful on this end of things. If you do want to support the show, please share it with those around you. Um, this is going to be a great episode with Tyler. Uh, I've been friends forever. Uh, well, it feels like forever anyways. Um, and we jump into picking a goal, picking a structure, working with intent, and trying to become uh, the best in whatever avenue. That is, as it pertains to the show, I think there's a lesson in it for um, studying scripture every day, going to church, going to Bible study, trying to commune and, and find fellowship with fellow believers, and then going on and um, being able to apply that and execute upon it as we fulfill the Great Commission and go out and try to make disciples. So uh, we've also got the uh, the merch store if you want to get anything um, that supports the show as well, but uh, just word of mouth is the greatest thing for us right now but with that i'll uh i'll let the episode speak for itself all right and we're live what's up guys welcome back to the save show this is your host justin joined by a very special guest near and dear to my heart we've got uh tyler kluver calling in today i'm special <laughs> uh yeah tyler and i've been friends for a few years now and i would assume we could just have drinks and chat for like hours but uh that really wasn't my intention today. Uh, I like to keep the show short. Um, yeah, and maybe. I and I don't drink. <laughs> and you don't drink, so there you go. But you've got coffee and I've got water, it looks like, so. I promise it's coffee. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Nothing fun. Um, but yeah, uh, Tyler Kluver, uh, I also an Iowa native, um, entrepreneur, athlete. Um, I think I'll let you do the intros, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, those are two, that's actually, those are two, uh, titles I don't usually get introduced with because it's usually just former Iowa football player any, anywhere that I go. Um, yep. so I guess I, I can expand on that. Um, athlete in the term of, I was a college athlete. I now am a self-proclaimed athlete in the CrossFit space. So I don't know if I, I have a hard time uh telling people that um mm -hmm. because it's it's definitely more of a hobby unless you're one of the best of the best which i am trying to get to it's extremely hard um but i i do train like an athlete i train just as hard as i did when i was in college entrepreneur side of my life is or was an accident uh i suppose i suppose it was part of the plan in the dreams um I just didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. Um, and now five years post-college after working in a gym, which health and fitness and that stuff is sort of my passion. I have ended up splitting time between owning my own media company that's based around Iowa football and uh, the other side, the fitness and nutrition side. I do coach clients one-on-one, -on -one, um, write programs for them for exercise and help them with nutrition and I wear cutoffs. So that's part of the job. Yeah, look at those shoulders. It's great. I uh I had this ready to go. Oh, we got that. some washed oak walk-ons merch from that's, a few years ago, I think. That's a clean hat too. That was mm -hmm. uh only run that a couple times. People really enjoyed that one. So that looks it looks yeah. like it fits good too. Oh yeah. Yeah, it feels good. It's uh a little musty. I used to wear it for marathon training. Um because mm -hmm. it's a good hat, but but yeah, I'll switch back to mine. Um 
Yeah, man. I have been, I think, you know, this, I've been in your corner kind of supporting you the last few years. Um, and you know, I didn't more than anybody that's, that's kind. Yeah. I wasn't saying that to brag. It's just, uh, being able to have you on here now as a supporter, as I try to kind of make my own podcast, you know, everybody's got a blog kind of a thing, but, uh, but we're making it work. It's fun. Um, if nothing else, I get to talk to my friends and maybe somebody might get something out of it. That's what it's all about. Yes, sir. I, uh, um, I asked you last week, I had a thesis. Uh, I thought maybe Tyler Kluver beginning of his fitness journey and that journaling and programming might look different than it does today. Me as an outside observer, I didn't see anything, but to you, I think, um, it's, it's way better now than it used to be. Um, and my thesis was that, you know, I, like I told you, this is a, a Jesus podcast, so I won't put you on the, on the hot seat, but, um, my thesis was that as it comes to theology, to sin is to miss the mark. And I think a lot of us do that when it comes to fitness and just life in general. There's so many things that can distract us. Um, you know, you can pay attention to inflation or politics or, you know, sports is a great pastime for people. Um, but all that distracts you from being able to be in the most powerful position possible, which is your own realm, your own life. Um, and looking at you from the outside, I think you've um, you probably wouldn't say it this way, but you've kind of mastered winning in your own life uh, most days of the week, I would say. Um, and so going back to that programming, how it's changed over the last few years, I wanted to have you on and just kind of explain your journey and then how it is that you're, you know, quote unquote, missing the mark or sinning less these days um, in life. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I I appreciate that from the outside perspective of someone who looks at me as someone who is, is winning in my own life. Um, I do think that that is something that whether I think about it like that or not, I, it, it, somewhere, some way it is close to that, how I view it. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I, I think that uh, in general people, they don't, uh, they do get caught up in a lot of other stuff. Um, and when you're focused on other people, uh, it just takes a lot of mental energy away from doing your best at whatever that is. Mm. Um, in it for me, that that has probably uh, manifested itself into a little bit of a like a standoffish. This guy is maybe doesn't isn't the most friendly. I think even when. Um, like when I moved back here and met you and Nick for the first time, you probably got a little bit of that vibe until you uh, <laughs> met me, like really got to know me more. Um, I got more. Yep. And I think it's just so much so that I'm just, I'm just very focused on myself and what makes me happy um, and what fulfills me the most, which happens to be like creating and very much so fitness um, because fitness is like, I, I got lucky. Like that's, that's not only very important for anybody, like any human it is. Um, and, and most people don't like it. And I got lucky that it is like my thing. So mm -hmm. in that sense, it's like, I'm kind of cheating a little bit, but um, yeah, I look back even just a few years ago um, going back to like your, 
thesis. You you hit me with the I've got a theory, and I was like, oh, Justin, he's he's got some thoughts. Um, and you kind of took a look at like what my programming looked like as far as how I write things down. Mm-hmm. Um, the outside perspective of that, or what it looks like, just in the journal, or it's you know it's a Google Doc or whatever. Um, it does look very similar, and that's more so just to like keep it simple. Mm-hmm. The uh, intent and sort of the uh, detail behind that um, and the very, very focused progressions, if you know what to look for, are drastically different from in the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, you know, and that has shifted with my own focus of three, four years ago, I was just trying to like figure out in life you know, it was a transitory period of, right. I need, excuse me, I need to figure out like financial stability. I need to figure <laughs> out um, like, is what I'm doing a three, five, 10 year plan? Is, is, mm-hmm. is there a vision there that like I could see turning into something? Um, there was just a lot of things that were sort of like uncertain. Like I, we, you know, we're both, we're you're right. a year older than me. We were both kind of entering our adult lives um same time now uh on the life side of things things have steadied out a little bit uh you know things are a little bit more stable money's a little bit more stable everything's just Mm -hmm. a little bit more you know like i i still feel like a kid but as far as like taxes and living somewhere and making money and having a car like all the adult stuff like i feel like My camera's being dumb today. Um, I feel like I've got some sort of handle on that to where mm-hmm. now about a year ago um, to the month or to the day, I was finally able to like take CrossFit, which is something I'm passionate about, and really say I want to, whatever it is, I want to reach my full potential, whatever that is mm-hmm. for Tyler Kluber, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I know for a fact that – I'm not even close. Um, now, if you look at me a year ago, as far as just general fitness and health, you know, you look at that guy and you say, well, he's doing pretty good, right? Like right. most, most people would say like, I don't know how, where, where do you go from there? Right. Where's um, the peak? But in, you know, back to like winning, being a person who wins just in general wins the day. Like I don't want to be just a 10% guy. Right. Mm -hmm. A guy who like, oh, yeah, like, you know, in a room out of 10, he's the one guy that's like doing well. He's doing everything right. He's disciplined. I want to be a a one in 10,000 guy like, you know, we're talking some David Goggins type stuff like uncommon amongst uncommon. I want to be someone who if you gather 100,000 people in a stadium and you and and you say, all right, we're doing some kind of competition or something like specifically fitness in in my life you I end up be, on top i want to yeah. be the one guy that ends up on top of the the heap and when you start to dilute it down to you're trying to be not just great or elite but like to to a level which most people don't even comprehend mm-hmm. um, it takes a lot it takes so much work and dedication and this you know for me that looks like a lot of time in the gym for someone who's sure. trying to run a business that takes a lot of time just 
sitting at the computer or doing whatever it is to market themselves for someone who wants to be an all-time family guy. It takes a lot of time of self, you know, self-improvement, self-help, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spending time with kids for someone who wants to be great at their job. It's putting in extra hours, putting in overtime, whatever it is. Um, past the point of like the normal people who go above and beyond. Yeah. And then, and then even the normal, the, the people who are a little bit like uncommon and do more, even those people say like, oh, he's the guy out of all the guys that is, you know, a little bit nuts, right? Next level. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it doesn't reflect so much in the journaling or in the, mm-hmm. in the thing, but um, it, it pretty much comes down to the concept of like, if you want to do less wrong or, or uh, be distracted or, or whatever, win, um, you basically make a decision that is non-negotiable and it's, it's, a, it, you prioritize it with the other major things in your life, right? Whether yeah. that's faith or family or mm-hmm. your children, whatever it may be, the hobby now becomes an equal priority, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other places in my life where, um, you know, like this, this is not sustainable forever in this, in the fitness Avenue. Right. But the lessons learned and sort of the work ethic and the mindset, um, and that grit is sort of, those are all skills that are honed through a certain Avenue mm-hmm. that I can then take into other places of my life. Right. And I decide that being the fittest guy on earth is no longer a goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good segue. Cause that's why I kind of wanted to have you on because I know that um, more so than just like the volume or the reps or the weight that was in your programming, it was the, the structure and how can you apply that elsewhere in your life? Mm-hmm. And I think for anybody that's listening to this um, you know, I didn't want to just put some eye candy in front of them. Um, I was thinking more like this guy's doing well in an Avenue. How can he apply that to other parts of his life? Uh, how can you also do that? You know, so breaking the, the gold that's a year out down into just individual days and winning those days by uh, treating it as a non-negotiable, like you said, uh, yeah. would kind of be like the theme here. Um, but I wanted to take you back. You said like a year ago, almost to the day you made this yeah. decision. Was there something that you heard? Was it just a change in your day to day or what happened? Um, that is a good question. Uh, you and I both for, probably a period of a year or 18 months had kind of been dabbling around with, uh, with running. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We ran a half together uh, alone. You you ran it. Yeah. Well, we we ran seven of it together. (laughs) And 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 you, well, you were probably pushing your knee a little more than you should have. Um, yeah, I was really squeezing the uh, dad life back then. Oh, I've yeah. got a kid; I can't do the training run. <laughs> right, and you were, and you were, and, and the, yeah. you get pulled in a lot of different directions. I was not, so I was yep. feeling, you know, that luckily caught me on a good day that day. So I went and sure. camera. Um, you know, I the whole, the whole CrossFit thing. I've I've, you know, for ten years now, I've loved CrossFit since mm-hmm. I found it. Um in like March of 2012. So over 10 years now, wasn't really able to do it in college because we were doing football specific training. And then, you know, because I was athletic, because I was pretty fit relative to the normal person, as far as competing in it or being like competitive, 
I could go into like the, the average gym and beat most people at most things. Um, and I was okay with that. And again, you know, for two, three years out of college till 25, 26, I was like, I'm, I'm content with this. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have or want to put more time into chasing the best. And I do think there was a, a small component of like, I don't think I can get there. Like I didn't okay. believe in myself. Um, I had some preconceived notions about what I was genetically possible to do. Mm-hmm. And I had some preconceived notions about how much work I was behind to, to reach the top level. So it was just never really a thing. And then um, 2020, I we ran the half. Six weeks later, I ran, technically, I ran your uh, full. Yes, you, you did. You were you were like having a kid like that week or something. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie um, was coming. And I got done running the full. I was like, all right, I, I want to run. You know, I was hoping that the, the half would be in person the following year. Mm-hmm. So then last year, 21, it was got yep. to experience an actual half with like a starting line and music and all the fanfare that goes along with it. And when I got done with that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of good on the, you know, I'm 5'10". I'm a thick boy at heart. Like, I'm not going to be the guy who pushes 90 minutes on a half marathon, right? I'm not going to yeah. go I'm not gonna go sub three on 26.2. I'm not going to push any crazy barriers here. I've done it. I completed it. I ran the distances. I was content. I'm more into CrossFit. And so then I decided, screw it. I've got the time. I work from home. I've got the equipment. I can buy more, whatever I need. So I put together a four-phase plan that phased mm-hmm. out over, uh, you know, from August through February, which is the start of the CrossFit season, okay. and built myself from I was doing probably forty-five minutes to an hour a day of training five days a week, so maybe four to five hours of training a week, um, and put together a plan that would gradually take me from. Uh, five, four, five hours up to about 15 hours a week of training. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're a marathon man as far as uh, lifting, conditioning, everything these days. Yeah, it's it's just it, there's so much in CrossFit to be good at, gymnastics, all the crazy mm-hmm. stuff that you see that you have to put in crazy amounts of time. And it's not always conditioning. It's not always like super hard. Sometimes it's just skill-wise it's hard, um, yeah. but there's a lot to do. And I was like, you know, I told the uh, Lauren, the wife, I was like, I'm going to try and like go for this. I'm just going to see what happens, right? Give me six months, August to February. Let's see where I end up, right? Yeah. Um, it was a short enough time period where like it wasn't going to, you know, I can work out when she's gone at work, right? Sure. So I'm not like impeding on our time. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's some balance. You're not uh, chasing dreams that you can't achieve. Right. And like I'm still a, a huge thing. Maybe the most important thing Um is spending time with her, right? I just mm-hmm. love to just sit yep. on the couch and or or lay in bed and just be with her. It's very right. important to me. Um, and I wasn't going to impede on that because I was going to work out twice that both before she got home. Um, I was like, all right, let's 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 make a run at this. Like 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 let's put some intentional training into it and see mm-hmm. where I get. Um, long story short, I followed that plan basically to a T. Um. February of this year came around. We did the open. Um, 
the open is like first stage worldwide. Everyone can participate. Yep. There was 80,000 men who, uh, from the United States and Canada, it's a North America region who entered. And I came out uh, of that first stage, like just outside of the top 2000. All right. Good. Right. Nothing crazy, but good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the open generally is more of an aerobic based sort of lung focused stage of the competition. Okay. Um, as it goes on, it gets a little bit heavier. So when we add some weights and some skill into, into, into some things, I get better. Right. Um, made it to the quarterfinals, 7,000 men signed up for the quarterfinals top 10% or whatever. So seven or 8,000 out of 80,000. And in that stage, I ended up getting 350th out of 8,000 people. Right. That, that's all good. It felt ins- it, totally unexpected. Yeah. Did not think I would, you know, I was hoping for top thousand. I was going to be ecstatic with top 1000 in the country. Um, ended up 350th. Ended up beating a couple guys who I've watched do CrossFit and kind of fanboyed over in, in a couple of the workouts for like yeah. years. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I come out of that weekend and I'm like, okay, now the plan has extended. Because <laughs> if that's what six months of training has done for me, what could I do with a year in six months, a whole yeah. nother, a, a whole nother year under my belt, a whole another two years under my belt, right? Like let's make this a, from February, let's make this a two year plan through the 24 season and see where I can go. Right. Um, and it, the momentum just kept building into, all right, like I'm prior to, I'm, I'm, I'm basically considering myself a full-time CrossFit athlete now along with my day job. And uh, we're going to see if we can ride this thing out and make what in CrossFit would be like the top 1% of the top 1%, which is semifinals. It would be the top 120 guys mm-hmm. in North America. Um, it would be about the top 300 in the world. Um, so that's our goal. I don't know if we're going to get there. It's very, very tough to get there. Yeah. There's, 600 guys who are trying to make those top 120 spots um 600 guys out there that are maybe more that are training just as much as me each day with the intention of doing the same thing i'm trying to do so it's not like you just do the work and get in right Um, but yeah it was it was more of a thing of like i didn't believe in myself didn't have the time and then things just kind of switched and i got excited and motivated and said screw it and when i do something i'm doing it like there is no there is no backing out. There is no, eh, like we're in it. And so, right. Is that, is it, it. is it the excitement um, as far as like the prospect of winning or being in that one top 1% um, that motivates you every day? Or is it not even a motivation thing? You're just, this is what I'm doing today. And, and then you do that every day. It's a good question. It's a really good question. Cause I don't know if I actually care about, uh, I, I, I've thought about this. I don't, I'm a little bit different than most people. I'm very fortunate in this way that, you know, when people say the process is, is the best part, right. Or the, the process is the prize or I yeah. don't know, quotes like that. Yeah. Um, I very much so uh, get fulfillment out of knowing that every day, I 
am maximizing my potential in this one thing that I've decided to go after. Mm. Um, whether that, whether that actually places me on the big stage where I get a big old name placard and there, and the announcers are saying my name and I'm traveling to Minnesota or Tennessee, which is where the event would be. And they're actually like, you know, and I'm actually competing. I don't know if that so much matters to me as much as, um, just being able to look back at some point and say like, damn, I really made a run at that. And I gave it Mm -hmm. everything I could have. And I found my max potential. Um, and like, you know, you look back and 350th, like that's cool. Like if you, the, the numbers are cool to say, like, I'm, I will undoubtedly probably place higher than that this year. You would think with a whole nother year of training. Right. I hope so. You know, like if that's in the 200s or the 100s somewhere on the world stage, I was like 750th or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I could be a top 500 fittest person in the world, top 300 fittest, like that's cool. But I think the journey, and again, going back to sort of the lessons you learn and the the work ethic that gets crafted along the way, like mm-hmm. I think those are more important. And I, yeah. tr- I truly enjoy like just being out in the garage and just grinding, sweating, sweating, yeah, breathing heavy, knowing that most people aren't doing that and that I'm getting better and other people aren't. And it's, it's a, it's a very selfish, like egocentric sort of like thing, but I just, I feed off that. And that's, I think that's what I, I like most. Okay. I got you, man. No, I, I, I kind of figured that was the answer. Um, more so knowing you, it's more like it's the man in the mirror, not necessarily, you know, race day, that's going to keep you going. Um, and so that's certainly not how I am normally the consistency thing I kind of struggle with. Um, and I think most people do, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of up there in, uh, you know, kind of a rare individual in that regard, how can more people adapt that man in the mirror or consistency every day, no matter what, uh, kind of mentality. I think it's a, a matter of starting small, and eventually like it's such a daunting task to look at somebody like david goggins or even me right and and people just they look at the way i live my life and it just seems like like it's almost like it's 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 too much work to be that Mm -hmm. disciplined right like there's too much to think about to be that disciplined and that routine and that consistent right on my end though i don't see it that way at all i actually think it makes life easier when you're that like when you uh, uh, you get to a point where you're so disciplined and the priorities are so straight and narrow that Mm -hmm. you're not even making decisions anymore you know what has to be done you know that you're going to do it regardless Mm -hmm. of if you want to do it or not and you just do it and i think i wasn't necessarily always this way I think college football definitely helped with this. Um, And I think the thing that kind of broke me through the barrier of this was like, man, in college, when we would run sprints in the summer, specifically the conditioning stuff we would do, I was, you know, I was bottom 10% on the team. I I played with some absolute freaks who uh, all around were better, more capable athletes than I, but I didn't have a choice like I still had to get up and go do those sprints, whether I yep. wanted to or not. Yep. So at some, at some point, and that was for five years, 
So at some point early on, I had to just get my brain to switch over to this is what's happening regardless. Mm -hmm. I don't have a choice. This is the work we do to get where we want to go. Yeah. And at some point you took on the, um, like the coach perspective in in that example. So, you know, coach is making me run sprints someday. Tyler just changes it to, I'm going to run sprints. Yeah. You know, this is a decision. Yep. Right. And because there was no alternative, there was an alternative, right? I could quit. Right. But there's massive consequences to that. And I didn't want any part of that. So that was what broke me through. So I was almost myself forced into being this disciplined and for others, they're not going to have that. Right. So yeah. the, the easiest way to get around it is to start with something small, whatever is important to you, whether it be eating a little bit better or exercising a little bit more, you know, reaching out to friends more that you want to talk to talking with your family, whatever it is mm -hmm. being better at work, start with something super small, say it's uh, working out, you know, right now, you work out once or twice a week and sometimes it's not at all during the week or whatever. And you just make it a priority and an absolute non-negotiable that, you know what, for the next month or two months, it's two times a week. And it doesn't matter if there's a tornado or like, you know, aliens come down on earth and are, you know, wrecking the wrecking. You're getting to the gym and you're working yeah. out and it, doesn't matter if for those 30 minutes you're at the gym that you hate your life, but you're going to get it done. Yeah. You do that for eight weeks. And after eight weeks, you're like, okay, like now it's three times. Now it's four times. And you just keep working into it where it's like, you just keep telling yourself there is no nego negotiations here. Yep. Like there is no alternative. Um, once you start with one thing and you get really good and it becomes a way of life, then you can add another, maybe it's nutrition. Maybe it's, you know, your business, whatever it may be. Right. And you just build small. A lot of people, I think, just try to jump from, I'm this undisciplined person who doesn't work out, doesn't eat right, all this stuff. And they try yeah. to topple it all on at once. I'm now going to be the opposite. I'm immediately going to be, you know, the picture perfect. Walk around. I got yeah. my creatine. I'm going right. to the gym, bro. Yeah. Right. Everything. You. They try to go from zero to 100 and they, and they forget that you have to pass one mile per hour, two miles per hour, three miles per hour to get there. Mm -hmm. I think just, you know, my advice is to go slow and, and, you know, you have to, you have to go through the long process yeah, yeah. before you can get there. So, yeah, that makes sense. I think, um, zoom just told me I got a few minutes left to record yeah, I unless I upgrade. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, money. like I said, we could probably keep talking, um, for hours, I would imagine. We're both pretty good at it at this point. Um, but I think since we only have a few minutes, I think the the theme that I more so wanted people to get is that if you, you set a goal and then you find a structure, um, you can do some of these things. So like with, with the show for theology, you can just start by going to church every Sunday mm -hmm. and then you can pick a Bible study and then you can decide to read the Bible daily. Um, and, you know, you can take that, Tyler, if you want. But um, just people listening might expect that message from the show. Um, and that's certainly why I wanted to have you on here, because it's it's the the goal, the structure and the execution that everybody needs in their life. And it doesn't have to be, you know, that theological example. It could be fitness um, or like you said, you know, you're, you're trying to build your business or, or make sure. more sales. Um, 
the the lesson that you have learned people can just hear you speaking now and then just apply it to their life you know like um, people with mentors that are in their 50s all those lessons that you can learn from them or online or in books people already did all the hard stuff just go out take what they did and build upon it you can save yourself like a decade's worth of work yeah. from learning from people <laughs> yeah i i agree yeah that the uh the quote i often use with my clients is like the answer is is very very simple right like you said people have figured it out right it's simple but it's not easy because you have to be the one to show up and make the decision every single day and i just tell my clients like when you're faced with this a decision you can either go right or left right 99.9% of the time you're going to have a decision that either takes you closer to the man to the person to the athlete to the you know health that you want to be or the mm -hmm. the one you don't right and you just right. isolate that decision and say going this way or going that way which one's going to get me to where I want to be and you yep. just isolate make it simple in your brain and you just go one for one in that decision you choose the right way and then you can put that behind you. And when you come to another fork in the road, again, you just worry about that singular go one for one. And if you go one for one enough times, eventually you're 10 for 10 or you're 20 for 20 and you're yep. really doing well. So yeah, that's how I, I look at it. I like it. I'm glad that you're giving that to your, your clients. I, uh, it just hit me, but, um, something you said earlier, you could be certainly making the decision every day, but you could be living in a post decision world. So, you know, Tyler Kluver decided he wanted to be on top as far as CrossFit goes. That's the decision. It's already been made. How do we make that happen every day? Thinking about it that way, you know, I, I flipped the script on you a little bit. I don't know what you think of that. But if you think of these things as non-negotiable, uh, that might start to wear on you a little bit. You know, every day I've got to yeah. get outside and, and do this or, or, you know, sit at my computer and work on something for a while. But if you just think of yourself as living after that decision has been made, you're just executing. Um, that might help like it, that would help me to think about it that way yeah and I, I think it's I, I think that you're um, I think that you are naive or maybe a little shallow to believe that taking on something where you want to be great you want to mm -hmm. win the day you want to be better at something um, isn't going to come with that struggle um, yep. too because there are there's a mil, you know, probably 50% of my days, I don't want to go out. Like right. the thing that would make me most happy is not going out and just murdering myself on a rower. Right. Um, the problem you wanna, is the you want to pint of ice cream and kick your legs up. I would love to, yeah. but I know that one of those options makes me better and will take me closer to what I, what I want long-term. And one of those is not going to help with that. And so, um, you know, some days you have bad days and uh, you have to struggle a little bit, uh, bring it back around. I don't know as much about you on the uh, theology and God stuff, but I'm pretty sure uh, Jesus, didn't Jesus like carry his own cross to like the place where he was, you know, pinned up. Like yep. he had a guy, little bit of help along the way, but yeah. Yeah. yeah guy, guy went through some struggle, huh? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, but in the, in the world of the Bible and stuff, he's looked at as pretty great. So um, you know, to, to, to complete the analogy, you have to, you have to be ready to have those bad days and just know that you're going to get knocked down and you have to 
you have those are the places where the one for one decision is a whole lot harder because you just want to take the easy road and just stay down, eat the ice cream, sleep in, whatever it may be. You have to make the decision. And eventually you learn to love being the guy who's like, okay, I'm faced with a challenge. I chose the hard decision. That feels good. Like I like that. You can look yourself in the eyes uh, at the end of the day and be proud of yourself. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's a good spot to end, buddy. I'll, uh, I'll let you go. Do you want to plug your socials or anything like that? Otherwise, sure. we can part I can. ways. At Tyler Kluver, all lowercase, no spaces or extra characters. Um, if you're somehow interested in the Iowa football community, watch the walk-ons of the podcast. But hey, there we go. Um, I, don't, I don't care so much about any of that. <laughs> just, just go it just that. pays. It pays the bills. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I'd give you the opportunity. I appreciate That's the only time you. Yeah, brother. Next time we can do uh, just a, a little bit of a theology 101. Um, sure. And then, you know, you'll, you'll know more about that Jesus guy. Carrying Dude, the I'll, I'll come on and have any conversation you want to have. <laughs> All right. Well, returning guest, Tyler Kluver. And with that, our time together with uh, Mr. Tyler Kluver has come to an end. Another episode in the books. Second guest on the show. Hopefully more. I'm trying to get people lined up. I do appreciate you listening. Like I said, um, it seems like there's a lot of growth lately. Uh, I'm very grateful. Uh, this little hobby, I never expected much to come out of it, but um, thank you for the support. Tyler's a great friend. Uh, Zoom kind of cut us off there. We could have him on for hours. I'm assuming he'll, he won't hesitate to come back when I ask, but I'll try to keep getting the guest lineup um, scheduled out and have some fun episodes here in the future. In conclusion, I would say for today, um, Pick something uh, and shoot for it. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that sin means to miss the mark. Um, But to miss the mark, you have to be aiming at something. And we're aiming creatures. So um, go do a 5K. Go lift some weights. Walk every day this week. Pick a diet. Start a Bible study. I just signed up for one today. Uh, But pick something uh, because you can only miss the mark when you're aiming at something. We all sin, we all fall short of the glory of God, um, but that doesn't mean it's not worth trying to be better, to pursue the the perfect embodiment, um, the example that Christ set for us. So with that, hope you have a great week. Uh, let me know if you learned anything or if this was a waste of time, or if you will have someone in mind as a guest. I'm open to any and all suggestions. So I love you. God loves you. Uh, don't forget you are saved through Christ.